Welcome back to the Paper Pencil Podcast. As always, I am Swar Navo and today I am Swar with a blocked nose. And I am ready to jump into a conversation with my next guest. Please do remember to subscribe to the podcast if you have not and do tell the world about how great this podcast is. Over the past few weeks, we have heard the stories and journeys of a lot of artists across India and today it's time to add another name to our list. Today we have with us Satavisha Chakravarti. She is a self-trained illustrator based out of Bangalore. Um, in fact, she stays pretty close to my place in Bangalore as well, and we rarely get to meet because she's always busy. I refer to her as my neighbor, even though she stays a block away. I first came across her work when a few years ago, one of my favorite indie bands, Raghu Dikshit Project, collaborated with her for a bunch of their music-related artwork. A few years later, in 2019, I finally ran into her in Bangalore Comic Con, where she again was my neighbor, as in her stall was next to mine. Satavisha has worked with uh, multiple Indian brands, including the MTV show The Devourists, and in 2016 launched her own brand Calendly. And since then, she is not just an artist but also an entrepreneur. So today in this conversation, I'm also looking forward to understand the entrepreneur journey when it comes to being an artist. Well, it's time to pick her brain. Welcome to the podcast, Satavisha. Glad to have you here. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing good as well. Just, I don't know, slightly under the weather. I think I have the flu. So you may hear me coughing from time to time. Can't really help. I'm having hot water though. That seems to help. <laughs> but anyway, let, let's get back to you. I'm coughing a lot. Ah, so I think it's something to do with the Bangalore weather. I think the so-called famous Bangalore weather is not really doing justice to us right now. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so Satavisha, uh, I know uh, we have known each other for uh, what I think two years now, and we have interacted on multiple platforms before. Comic Con was, I remember, was a great memory that I have with you, where uh, we shared a wall, as in your uh, stall was just yeah. behind mine, and and I remember having a great time back there. You know what? Uh, I I don't think I have ever really gotten to know your journey, so I think that's a great place to start our conversation today. So why don't you take us through your journey and uh, how it all began? It all started when I was preparing for my PhD exams. All I wanted to become uh, be was an archaeologist back then. Yeah. Oh ho, Lara Croft. To... <laughs> yes, <laughs> something like that. You know. <laughs> okay. So I used to uh, draw, uh, draw and uh, doodle a lot and post them on Instagram. Uh, I used to draw during my study breaks. Uh, so one day, team tourists noticed my work and approached me to do a collab with them for their show. Uh, and that was my first gig with a brand. Uh, I was hell excited because I was a huge fan of this show. Actually, uh, this was not even a dream because uh, I was not even thinking about a project. Uh, I used to draw because I enjoyed the process. Uh, there was no goal attached to it. Right. So, so yeah. So I did a collab with them. They sent me some super amazing goodies, which I still use. Uh, you know, that's when I realized I can take this up as a profession. 
but i never learned art or anything remotely related just after the duerist thing i started freelancing um, back then my medium was only paper and pen uh, i soon realized that i needed to learn digital art form uh, so i took up a course uh, from z institute of creative arts uh, it was a six months graphic designing course so right after the course completion uh, i went on to work with a company as a ui designer quit the job after some times and continued with my freelancing work took it seriously and i just took it seriously and built a good clientele over the next one year so okay. i have worked with international magazine a lot of brands uh some indie bands like matiwani the ragu dikshit project i have even worked for children and adult coloring books uh so uh, one of the coloring books was for patients with a terminal in illness uh, it had very detailed uh, zantangle patterns so uh, the book helped the patients to concentrate and relax while coloring the illustrations so i still do some freelancing work but i never uh, but i am very uh, selective about the project now because most of my time goes into calendly work okay calendly your brand so i i definitely want to come to that story that part of the story as well uh, sadavisha uh, but before i move into that a couple of questions so you said that you went to uh, i think z institute for the graphic design course right can you just quickly tell us uh, what all was covered in that 6 month course so uh, uh, so let's say if somebody who is also looking for something similar what can they expect from such a course if you can just quickly take us through that so it was like a basic photoshop and illustrator course uh, i mean uh, the t- they taught me like how to use photoshop and uh, illustrator okay so the uh, adobe products in that case okay. yes makes sense makes sense okay all right so So that we are moving on. So you just said that uh, you were using, let's say, a pen and paper, which was your main medium, and then let's say you moved on to a different medium, and you you were basically exploring other mediums. Uh, was there any inspiration that you have had over the while? So are there any people, any artists that you have looked up to, and uh, their work inspired, and maybe that kind of that style also reflects in your work as well. yes uh, so uh, there are so many artists i get inspired from uh, discover new artists every day thanks to instagram <laughs> right <laughs> so it, so it's difficult to think of just three uh, three or two names uh, but for me without any doubt uh, the first name would be kobe rosans uh, his his art yes, and yes, the feeling is just insane so uh, there's no word to explain how talented he is uh, i'm Absolutely. a huge fan of him and and <laughs> yeah. the way kirby i think so I, even i have been following kirby i think what for yeah. years now uh, glad that you took this name cuz uh, mm-hmm. i i think when i was in college i first came across his work and i would marvel at the way he could fill up pages after pages uh just with a pen and just by doodling something and something i like about his uh, so if the listeners if you do not know about kirby rosens please go and check his work and one of the things you'll notice is how detailed his work is when it comes to the smallest of doodles that is amazing anyway uh, who else who else are your uh, inspirations uh, then i would say benetlin and jimli 
these two people uh, i would also like to mention two more names uh, mahi abdul and mukesh singh uh, both of them are uh, at a completely different level and they are not uh, and i think they are not on instagram i guess okay uh, and jimli i think would be the uh, i think jimli works with dc comics if i'm not wrong right yes yeah because yeah. i remember a lot of batman <laughs> sketches by uh, jimli Yes. All right. These inspires me a lot. Okay. Okay. And uh, so one of the things that I'm noticing is Satyavisha from the inspirations that you spoke about. Uh, I, I do see a slight pattern coming in now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I I do realize that you have a thing for ink. Is that correct? Like, uh, ink is yes. a medium that you really enjoy a lot. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, because I've uh, also seen a lot of your work on Instagram, where I, I keep seeing that you, let's say, do something with ink, and I, I see your process videos as well, uh, where I think you, you, you do work a lot with microns, if I'm not wrong, micron pens. I, I actually started with ink art only. Okay. Okay. So I love to do ink art a lot. Okay. So, uh, I, in fact, you know about ink. Uh, I don't know when I was. I, I went through a similar phase as well. I think I must have been in college when uh, I found ink suddenly. And this was, of course, before I knew about anything about Micron. Let's say uh, I would just take those gel pens that you would get back in the day, and uh, yes. I have sketchbooks full of those only those gel pen works. And there was a whole phase where I was not coloring at all. I was only inking, and that was all I did. I never really uh, enjoyed color. But I think uh, that phase passed away, and then soon I came into the world of color. But yeah, that was a phase for me. Okay, so uh, moving on. So now one of the major things that I wanted to talk about, right? So I know from the Comic Con days that you have a brand. This brand, I know, I have seen it. It's quite famous. I remember in Comic Con, you would have like a whole. bunch of people crowding in front of your stall and uh, mm-hmm. i know that you have a website and like a whole e-commerce thing set up in it so i really wanted to look at that aspect today with you okay so uh, imagine there is somebody uh, listening to this podcast who also may want to have a similar brand in future okay uh, that's where i would like to take this conversation to so why don't you start off with uh, telling us a little bit about calendly what is calendly So Calendly is my uh, tiny tiny brand, which I launched in the year two thousand sixteen. We started with uh, t-shirts, then we added posters, frames, mugs, stickers, notebooks. Uh, the word Calendly is a combination of uh, two French words, Calen and Envy. Uh, Calen means hug in French, and Envy means desire. So the idea behind Calendly is. uh hug your desires all right so uh, tell us about how did you go around uh, setting up the brand so i would like to know let's say uh, what all did you have to do let's say from buying the domain for that matter is there any legal processes that you had to go through uh, anything of that sort okay uh, see uh, technically all you need uh, is a gst certificate and a little bit of marketing budget to get started with uh but uh, creating a brand is so much more you know uh, the most important point is customer loyalty and customer loyalty comes from many things uh, such as starting from your product quality to your customer support to the variety in your catalog 
which is most important uh, i will stress upon customer support because it it is super important and plays the most important role in the long run uh, customers will uh, forgive you once if your product is defective mm-hmm. but they will never come back to you uh, if your customer support is poor you know that makes sense yeah so so when i started i was doing everything myself so it was practically impossible for me to attend uh, customer support calls and i lost a lot of customers to be honest uh, we received many complaints on social media mm-hmm. so so basically your brand needs a voice and your customer support will be your active voice so when you say customer support i'm just trying to uh, understand are you talking about literally setting up a team to uh, uh, for customer support is that what you're saying yeah wow. something like that. no okay so so uh, for now in the present condition how is calendvis so how are you managing uh, the brand's customer support part of it in the beginning i was handling it myself over phone phone calls uh so uh, when it went out of control i then moved to whatsapp based support you know uh okay. after sometimes uh, this also <laughs> went out of my hand and then i moved to only emails okay. <laughs> to be honest emails are the worst uh, form of customer support okay uh, you don't want your customers uh, to be disconnected right having them on whatsapp is the best option uh because uh, you can then retarget them in future correct but also it will be a uh, very time consuming uh, for a single person right yes yes very time consuming just just out of curiosity satavisha uh, in a single day in your normal working day how much time mm. do you spend on calendvi like the work related to calendvi uh you can say the whole day i, I think this is your full time thing right Yes, this is my full time thing. That that absolutely makes sense. Okay, so you know, uh, so going back to the somebody who is listening to this podcast and may be interested in future to set up a brand like this of their own. Uh, so what would be your tips for them? Like the beginning tips and uh, the things that you have learned from your experience. Anything you want to share? Uh, there are two ways. Uh, first is to sell your art on other platforms like Poster Gallery, uh, or you build. a website of your own uh the first option is very straightforward you open an account and upload your designs on various products uh so let me shed some light on the second option okay. because the idea of uh, the idea of testing the water is actually test the water uh, uh you might just dip the tip of your toe into the water but you but you get to know how cold warm hot the water is right uh if you go with the first option you will you will not experience the complete life cycle and that's an incomplete picture that is so, quite true so, that is quite true because if i let's say uh, because i also have in the past thought of stuff like poster gully or uh, i think there were other few brands as well but uh, i know there are certain problems like you mentioned uh, i think one of them would be that the product is not in your control directly uh it it is in somebody else's control so the quality and everything is out of your hand one uh, of course the profit margins uh, anybody can understand that the profit margins would be very different uh, from the first option compared to the second option and uh, also i think you're quite correct that unless you really get into the whole system the whole grind and let's say face a customer directly i think the experience is incomplete i i, I quite get what you're saying okay continue please 
so here's my suggestion for the listeners if they want to start the start their own website for them i want to say that uh, just open a shopify website mm-hmm. uh, basically and will cost just rupees 2000 per month i guess yeah it's 2000 uh use a freely available theme shopify comes with very decent themes in will they are very good um, they can upload 10 to 15 products depending on your product category you will find psd mockups available for free right so uh, for the ones who don't know psd mockups would be uh, let's say if you have a design for a t-shirt uh, so let's say you can either have only the design and nothing else but let's say when a viewer comes to see it they would rather like to see it on a t-shirt how it looks like right so not just the design by itself so a mock up is a psd mock up is a photoshop mock up what it does is uh, let's say these are uh, blank images of let's say t-shirts or diaries or notebooks or coffee mugs or whatever in that case and once you let's say upload your graphic to that the psd mock up automatically and very intuitively it let's say places that image on top of the t-shirt and then what happens is you won't have to print a t-shirt to see how it looks you can get an idea or the mock idea of it beforehand without even spending 1 rupee thanks for explaining this so well sir okay uh, start with the product that are easy to manufacture like posters or mugs etc uh, don't think about profit rather your goal your goal should be to understand the demand and if if you enjoy the process Uh, don't worry about gst or payment get, gateway etc uh, also uh, start with offering cods like cash and deliveries uh, uh, start a small marketing campaign on facebook don't spend more than 10000 rupees that's very important uh, spend slowly over a period of 7 days while tweaking your campaigns uh and please 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 do not don't sell to your family and friends complete <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a very good suggestion uh, <laughs> complete stranger should buy from you you can definitely ask your friends and family to spread the word about your website and finally please be comfortable to lose this money if things don't work you know this is an iterative process and takes time but will give you at least a fair idea if you want to do this or not i guess that's also quite correct if i may add in see one of the things that you have to under, and i'm speaking to the i'm talking to you the listener right now if you are really planning to get into this you have to start off with a capital this is like any other business that you're going in and you will need capital so it makes sense for you to really come to the field thinking that uh, you know what i'm going to lose this capital but i'm going to at least get an experience out of it now i'm i'm not a great businessman of course but i think uh, from my experience the little i have had so far i think this is something i can definitely tell you that it's okay to spend money initially to get the word out so for example let's say a lot of people uh, think about let's say uh, promoting posts on instagram 
right now if i i i think this is always something i think that if you are looking at more followers and that is why you are promoting your posts on instagram well that may not be the best way to do that because people will just like it maybe two three people will follow and then that's the end of it you are kind of wasting that money but on the other hand if it's a brand that you have if there's a product that you are selling whatever it can be in that case the promotion makes sense because now you're promoting the idea so it's almost like you putting up a paper uh, a newspaper ad and you're putting money into that and that's pretty much how you would compare it to let's say an instagram uh, uh, post promotion as well right i think what satavisha said is, it makes quite sense because uh, you need to come into this game with the whole idea that yes there is a chance there is a good chance i will lose money yes there is a good chance i'll get thrashed but at least i'll be wiser by the end of the day so i think that's uh, something which is very important so uh, now let's move on to the next part so now you have a website ready a place or a platform to sell Mm-hmm. how do you get into manufacturing the product so how do you find vendors uh, how do you go about that okay well it's not very difficult uh, you go to india mart submit a request and vendors will call you uh, so that's how i started uh, as i started with only t-shirts i created a list of uh, 20 t-shirt vendors from various uh, parts of india and started calling them and asked for quotations so uh, i even went to meet a few shortlisted ones personally and checked their product quality mm, that that's uh, important yes Uh, so for for the listeners uh, tirupur ludhiana and mumbai are the best hubs for t-shirts uh this was back in 2016 when when you had to do a lot of research to find the best vendors but now here you have so many options like uh, misho udan solve etc so it was it's pretty easy now so yeah. satavisha when you are looking at vendors uh, let's say you said that uh, when you are finding the best vendor right so what are the things that you look for when you are uh, looking at a vendor the three most important things are uh, pricing uh, volume and backup uh, so what do you mean by volume and backup let's say for for example we work with three vendors for t-shirts and hoodies and two vendors for stickers so sometimes what happens is the black color t-shirts will be out of stock and one vendor uh, with one vendor but the others have it so we use them as backup okay so um, having a plan b in terms of a vendor if the one doesn't work out the other will so that's the thing right yes most of the time we split our load 70 to 30 per, between vendors also some vendors work only uh, in a prepaid model and there are uh, there are there are many others who are okay with uh, postpaid payments also so the sh- uh, the short answer is you should always have options during the covid times when lockdown was lifted and e-commerce was allowed to operate our mumbai based uh, vendor was not able to ship the I- inventory to us because mumbai was still in a lockdown so uh, so our tirupur vendor was helping us with our inventory also each vendor vendor has their own moq minimum order quantity uh, so it helps to have a maximum mix of small and large vendors you know okay so uh, 
from the inventory perspective satavesha uh, tell me this so when you are let's say okay let's take an example of t-shirts okay now that's a, i know that's a very famous uh, product which is out there now when it comes to t-shirts uh, i know that there are various sizes right so there is a small medium large xl xsl and all of that right uh, how do you while stocking up while you are getting something manufactured because i know you are not making it per order as in it's not that i come and place an order and then you manufacture it you rather have a stock of it and you are basically setting it out from there so how do you choose or decide to have let's say these many number of small t-shirts and these many number of large so how do you go about that distribution while stocking up okay so what we do is we project for a few months and stock it up okay so on let's say 2 3 months basis so exactly. probably you'll wait for the stocks to empty and then you will place an order for the next batch is that how you do it yes okay okay that makes sense that makes sense and uh, for the listeners from my experience of let's say working with uh, vendors for printing on various things uh, now of course i have never done it on t-shirts but uh, my products have mostly been on let's say paper related items uh, one of the things that i have noticed is that uh, the price will vary a lot from vendor to vendor and it is always a great idea to look at at least four to five vendors before choosing one there is always a chance that somebody else will give you to you for one either cheaper or the quality will be massively better than the previous vendor so i have had experiences where uh, let's say somebody was charging me just for an example let's say 50 rupees for one print of a poster i go to a different place that person charges me 60 rupees but the paper quality is so much better and the print look is so much more premium so then it makes sense to spend that extra 10 rupees on that uh, a uh, better product as well so i think that's how of course i work i think that that's important because quality and prices will matter a uh, change and will differ from vendor to vendor and it's very important to test the water so you may also want to do this where uh, let's say you spend you have a little bit of money for prototyping where before you finally get the give the larger order you go to each vendor and get some prototype prints out and, and vendors generally are okay with that so you get those prints you have an idea and then you can make a more informed decision now the prototypes of course cost a little more than the bulk order of course but uh, i think it's worth putting money into uh we have three to four vendors for t-shirts and we keep looking for new vendors mm, that 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 makes sense because uh, while loyalty is one thing you also want your uh, products to get better uh, if not remain the same that that makes sense okay so now let's move to the next part of the cycle so one you have your platform ready second you have your uh, products manufactured now when it comes to shipping how do you do it now i have to tell this to the audience that uh, two years ago satavesha helped me out a lot in 2019 i remember you helped me a lot when you told me about the shipping vendors because uh, i'll tell you this uh, before that before i met satavesha i would actually go to the courier shops by myself one by one and let's say i would have a bulk order of 50 one by one i would send each and every courier which would cost me a bomb so shipping would cost me a bomb but i had no clue about the other vendors which of course satavesha told me about uh, it just made life so much simpler so right now the situation is that these people would come to my house they would pick it up from my doorstep and all i have to do is just pack it and hand it over to them and and that's pretty much it so it definitely made my life so much easier so yeah satavesha why don't you tell others about the uh, shipping vendors as well Uh, see if you have a decent volume you can directly go to the courier companies 
and they will be more than happy happy to have you since we are focusing on early stage i would suggest uh, you go with aggregators like warmership and shiprocket etc Uh, ship so, rocket being my favorite uh, i they are not sponsoring us but uh, damn they have made my life so easy <laughs> so if you go with farma ship as an example uh, you will have uh, you will have access to all the top courier companies like bluda blue dart fedex uh, Deli- uh, and they charge you a very nominal cost uh, there is no upfront cost you pay only when you ship Uh, they will even send someone to pick the product from from your location so when she says nominal uh, you can expect something okay so imagine this let's say you go to an amazon to buy something and let's say they are shipping it from one part of the country to the absolute other part of the country you don't pay more than 100 bucks for shipping right so in most cases probably the shipping would be around 40 rupees to uh, 80 rupees uh, somewhere around that depending on the distance of course right now but at the same time if you go to a courier shop let's say on your own and you try to send something to the same distance uh, they would charge you definitely double or triple of that amount right uh, so that is exactly where these aggregators come in like satavisha said and in that case you can also afford shipping rates like an amazon or a similar e-commerce website where you'd probably spend on an average 60 to 70 rupees maximum on shipping and that to like over a larger distance uh, satavisha did i get the numbers correct in most cases average yes, yes absolutely Okay all right so uh, finally moving on uh, what is the future of calenvi so what is uh, where are you planning to take calenvi to i know uh, as of now you guys of course have the e-commerce pl- uh, platform i know you also participate in a lot of comic cons uh, that's something that you do as well apart from that where are you planning to take the brand to uh, well uh, slowly we want to become a lifestyle brand increase our product portfolio and provide a platform to other fellow artists to sell their art on calendly oh that that that's really good like making yourself into a platform where the others can also come and uh, contribute that that's great uh, so again uh, in calendly uh, i know most of the designs are created by you is there anybody else or is it like completely your designs uh, so i am the primary artist in calendly Uh, but we have also partnered with a few other artists okay so finally let's uh, move on to the other side of the story now so uh, your brand done so let, let's talk a little bit about your projects right now i know that uh, i got to know about you a few years ago when you collaborated with uh, ragu dikshit project of course so why don't you tell us a little bit about the kinds of projects you have worked in so far uh, there's this international magazine called the cornerstone I illustrated for a couple of volumes. The theme was to draw something on the parables of Jesus. Uh, back then, I used to draw only on paper, so I did, uh, I think, close to six super detailed illustrations for them. Few illustrations for the Ragudikshit project, and and it happened so suddenly. Uh, it was not even planned. I did not even reach out to him. So, it, uh, so yeah. that's how it happened so we are we were in the car going somewhere and hamesha ki tarah we were stuck in the bangalore traffic so we were listening to ragu dikshit's music uh, what i did was i put up a story tagging ragu and he noticed it uh, soon i received a dm from him for a project and i said yes 
So wow. it was that. Aren't you lucky? Aren't you one lucky woman? <laughs> My God. Uh, so it was that spontaneous, you know. I have been listening to his music since school days. I I I cannot explain explain you, sir, in words the happiness and excitement I had when he approached me to walk with him. It was yeah, so and exciting. I remember seeing photos of you back in the day on Instagram where you were in his uh, uh, in his studio in Bangalore, if I'm not wrong, right? And I yeah. was so jealous. Oh my God! I was like, shit, this girl is there. I want to be there. Uh, so uh, okay, I, 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 let me tell you this. So uh, when I was in, so of course you said you heard him in school, and same for me. I remember the Hey Bhagwan, that song had come out and that video yes. on uh, uh, TV. I Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And uh, <laughs> I was in college. So uh, I, back in the day, I used to kind of have a band of mine as well, right? So back in engineering college. And yeah, yeah. So, so we used to perform and stuff. So I remember this one time, Raghu Dikshit was invited to our college fest. Uh, this must be 2013, if I'm not wrong. Uh, Raghu Dikshit was invited to our college fest and uh, I opened for him. So my band opened for him. So we played oh, and wow. then uh, we were getting off the stage and Raghu Dikshit and his entire band were getting on the stage. And that's one huge memory that I have from college. And uh, they, of course, were these ghungroos, right? So the entire band and they were getting up from the stairs and I could hear the ghungroos and I turned around. It's Raghu Dikshit. It's it was exactly, exactly. That, that, was, that was good. That was good. Uh, Satavisha, thank you so much for all the insights you shared. I'm, I'm sure like uh, from the brand perspective, uh, people would definitely uh, find this interesting. So moving on, I have a few questions that I would ask you. And these are questions I ask uh, most of my uh, guests who come into this podcast. So we'll probably go towards that. What is your biggest fear as an artist? I don't know. I might, I might just lose my rhythm and start running after just producing content. Uh, I draw only when I like, uh, but lately because of social media, it seems like I'm always under a pressure to produce content. So this is my fear. I don't want to, I don't want to become a, a con- content producing machine. I just want to enjoy the process. It has to be relaxation for me uh, and not a race. I think I know what you're talking about because I did notice this about you. So I have been, uh, of course, following you for a couple of years and I have been noticing your artwork. And I think when you say that, it's quite true. You don't post one every day. And two, I think when you make something, it's not something which you make in a very short amount of time. You take your time. So I have seen, uh, I think, a few illustrations that you've made where you took days to complete it and you would post, let's say, the uh, work in progress part of it. and. I know what you're talking about. So yes, that's that's quite correct. And I really hope that you can continue with this whole idea of not becoming a content creating machine and uh, you continue with that. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I don't even post every week. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. There, there are there are phases when you don't post yeah. it all and then suddenly you're back. Uh, that, that I, I kind of enjoy that because I look at you and I'm like, hey man, that, that this girl has got it sorted. So that's something which I really enjoy. All right. So the next part would be, is there anything that you dislike about the art world today? So the art scene that you're a part of, is there something that you dislike about this scene? Um, see, I think uh, artists are becoming too competitive. Uh, that's what I dislike. Personally, pet platforms like Instagram is just a medium for me. And I don't like the fact that it keeps pushing artists to create more and more content and invokes an emotion of competition. 
I'm not. Uh, I'm not at all against creating content. One should create as much as they want, want to. But at the same time, should not feel pressurized or have FOMO if they do not push out content regularly. All I'm saying is that let an artist be an artist, uh, not a content content producing machine. I really liked what Instagram was two to three years ago. Oh yes, uh, when it was so human. Finally, moving to my last question, uh, Satavisha. Now, one, of course, it has been great talking to you. Uh, thank you so much for sh- sharing your insights. Uh, but one last question is: Why do you make art? Why do you sit every day, and or rather, whenever you feel like, and you pick up your, let's say, ink and uh, paper, and you make something? Why do you do that? It helps me relax sometimes. Sometimes it helps me to defocus from all the noise around. Uh, art for me is a parallel world where everything is perfect and i can create my own perfect world basically art is not work for me it's fun it's it's enjoyment i'm so, glad yeah. somebody is still saying that because for me now with deadlines and everything with clients uh, sometimes it tends to get into the other way but yeah i'm so glad that you have still been able to hold on to that so uh, that's great thank you uh, satavisha thank you so much uh, for spending time and uh, for being a part of this conversation uh, thank you so much it, it was it was a really a great time i had with you thank you thank you so much thank you so much well it was fun talking to you and please meet me soon you meet me soon <laughs> i've been asking you for such a long time okay uh, what i'll do is let's let's plan something after this let's let's try and do this sure all right thank you so much all right thank you sadavisha thank you well that was it for this week hope you found the conversation interesting i have added sadavisha's page to the show notes below uh, so you can have a look at her work i know my voice sounds quite weird let's just hope things get better uh, this reminds me of that episode from the sitcom friends where phoebe catches a cold and she gets this sexy singing voice anyhow thanks a ton for listening do remember to subscribe and do tell your friends about it that will really 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 help and uh, if you get the chance do check out my artwork as well links below we'll see you again next week with another guest hint she is from delhi cheers